0: This is for the men who never settle. The ones who believe only quitters end a game and a tie. The type of guys who choose the bar with the biggest TVs to overcompensate for theirs at home. This is the Lodge Mentality. This is Twin Peaks. The show that takes you home. The home stretch with Sterling Holmes on ESPN Kansas City. 15 10 a.m. 94.5 FM and the ESPN Kansas City Facebook page. Keep on, keep on Welcome to the home stretch ESPN keep Kansas down. City live on a keep fantastic down. Friday. What a Friday it is. Excited for the weekend. I'm excited for the weekend. Tomorrow I'm going to Turnpike Troubadours. Yeah, yeah, Dylan. I saw your your head That's nod. Nice. I like that band. You Good a Turnpike stuff. guy? Oh, yeah. You want to join? You want to swing? Swing through with the them? time? I don't know. Um, Saturday night? Noon. No, uh, we'll probably head out there around 7-ish. I might be down. Okay. I don't have I a ticket be... for you. you got to buy a ticket. Oh, okay. Sorry, it's not free. If I had a ticket for you, I'd, I'd be... How, we should get tickets. We, we've been promoting them.
1: I was going to say, I feel like that's where I thought you might have did, gotten did,
0: did, did I miss the bag by paying for tickets? I feel like we probably could have tried to swing something. in. know we have 38 special tickets right 38 special. Who, who wants to go to 38 special? This guy. Hold on loosely, but don't let go. Caught up in you. Little girl. They loved saying that back in the day. We've Yeah. We've had this conversation. On this and subject. then the band Rat was like, you know what? I want a woman. Not some little girl. And Motley Crue. Which one's Motley Cruz? Oh, I'm saying that Motley Crue's. Girls, girls, like girls.
1: They, they, they more uh, didn't refer little girl. To little girl. Yeah.
0: So caught up in you, little girl. I think that's like a 70s thing, Winger, right? 80s, too. Winger 17. 80s. She's only 17. 16, or Christine 16 by Kiss. Oh, yeah, you're right. I mean, back in the day, come on.
1: I wonder if it just bled into the eighties from the 70s. And
0: then the nineties were like, come on now, guys. Let's get rid of this stuff. I like how Rat Little was like I want a woman. They're like, We're gonna be on the right side of this. <laughs> we're not yeah. we're not we're not doing this. Shout out to Rat. Always shout out to Rat. We can go round and round in this all day long. We will be playing Rat. We will lay it down. In the next break. That's a way cool junior move of yeah. you. But yeah, Turnpike Troubadour on Saturday. I went last year. I, I've seen it probably five times now. Love Turnpike. I, I I go from a Johnson County downtown Overland Park guy to a uh, countryman very quick. Throwing, so no, you're not the only one. I throw in some some blue jeans, my cowboy boots that I've had since I was 18, that have no traction, so they're very slippery and dangerous. Seriously, I need to get those things resold because they're, they're they, like, the bottom of these boots I have, it's like walking on ice because there's no grooves anymore. I've had them so long. Great boots. Ariots, Love them. Throw in a nice little PFG. Call it a day. Get some Marlboro Southern cuts out there. Light it up.
1: Now, I need to get a Longhorn. Just Tub. Is a tub? Yeah, they. That's the a log. That's the, that's the value. Get a log of chew. of chew. Anyone out there that's listening that knows that that is the bang for your buck. Now it won't. It may, it may not be the best tasting chew, but it definitely comes in like that. You know the worm? Yeah. Where yeah. you buy like the fishing worms and stuff? It's about <laughs> that size. <laughs> Straight
0: dip, dude. I I uh, have you ever dipped before? Oh, yes, yeah. of course you have. I know you did. Yeah. yeah. Dude, I, I hate it. I remember in high school doing it because I thought that I was like, that made me cool. And then you get to college, you're like, okay, it makes you cool. And you realize, wait a minute. I hate this. I don't care if I think this is neat or not. It is gross. So I stopped. I'm very lucky. I'm not as addictive of a personality I have. In fact, I was like, no, I'm out. It's, it's, a, it's a good sign for me, okay, or else d- me during this show would have been an entirely different person, enti- entirely different sound if I had some, <laughs> some grizzly wintergreen just tucked in my left, did a little horseshoe down there. Wouldn't work. Turnpike Saturday, golfing Sunday, hell of a weekend. The reason why you might be asking, why aren't you talking about the Chiefs? Because quite frankly, I'm so sick and tired of talking about Chris Jones, I just don't want to do it. Um, just a side note of what we were just talking about with Longhorn, the yeah. tub is twelve cans
1: in one. Twelve cans. Twelve cans in one tub.
0: Horrible. Horrible, and yet so efficient. All right, well, you're holding your finger up.
1: I'm trying to get a price here.
0: Are you trying to get a, pri- yeah, price, to, you, to get a price price check. Are you are you price checking this? Here. Yeah. So 12 cans and one for the for the lovely low price of?
1: It mm, won't give it to me. Okay. I'm even on Costco's website. And they wow, Costco's course.
0: trying to... I mean, it is bulk. <laughs> they won't do it. They won't give it to me. If I'm being honest, not the way I thought... This is not in the show sheets. No. Not, not in the show sheet. But it is important information. It's important information. We're giving you what the people want. Brant says, sup from Hayes. 13 days, boys. Man, I can't wait. I can't wait. And by the way, seems too long, Brant. Seems too long, Brant. Brant, excuse me. A- a- and by the way, we got college football starting tomorrow. Yeah, that is good. And also, you can watch Caleb Williams. So. Is that tomorrow? Mm-hmm. Gosh, I can't wait. I am sitting my ass down right on that couch, my man cave. Arrow Red Loggers back. The beer I helped I saw that. The beer I helped brew with Arrowhead Addict and uh, Casey Beer Co. It's back on tap. We got back in, uh, back in bottles. So get you some Casey Beer Co. and make sure you get some Arrow Red Lager. But it's back. So I'm gonna be crushing that on Saturday, watching Chiefs pregame, preseason game. What would you compare that to? It's like a, it's like a Red Ale. Like yeah, a like red a Red Ale. Yeah.
1: I'm definitely trying. it. It's
0: really good, man. I I drank some last night. I I picked some up. I had to wait because they, they gave me a little. They don't little, give you any any like coupons or discounts or a oh, they give that they gave me ship? 24 they give me 24 bottles oh nice yeah i just went hit me up they said hey sterling you want some beer i go well this i isn't can't
1: sterling you need to give him my number next time give
0: him give him yours say hey i got a new number by got the way. a new it's... number yeah that ain't gonna happen
1: let me say it on air
0: so pick up some beer had some last night because of course i'm gonna you know when in rome when in rome Hot oh. out. It, was, it, was, it was a warm day outside, and what goes better with a warm day and ice-cold beer? Yep. Even had the frosted mug. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm a fancy nice. man. See, that's called foresight. That's prior planning. But Saturday, sitting down there, watching preseason game three, where it's going to be none of the starters for the Chiefs. I mean, I know Andy Reid at one point said, yeah, Mahomes by play. I would be shocked. Shocked if any of the main guys play, it's going to be twos and threes, which is fine. Yeah. um, Quite frankly, you're going to see a lot of the twos and threes and a lot of players who are on the cusp of making the 53. This is, this is their game. So if you are a casual fan of the NFL, you might not enjoy this. If you are a diehard Chiefs fan looking to see who's going to make the back end of the 53, you're going to love this. Intensity, passion, jobs on the line. This will be entertaining. Yep. It is who wants
1: to be an NFL superstar kind of day for all those people. They kind of get a chance to either make another roster or make the Chiefs. It's like a little, little game show game, if you will. Boy, I'd like another shot Yeah, you want to
0: say that one again? I was going to let that one simmer for a second. We'll just let it die in the void. No, no, no. No, I think that should be a liner. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) Um, Are you going to, Brantz, ask if you're going to the home opener against Detroit? Me? Yeah. I won't
1: be attending any Chiefs games this year, as I am the producer for the post-game show. So I will be cutting audio and getting ready for that every single week if you need to find me.
0: I will be going to a few games, but not the home opener. I do a pregame, halftime, and postgame show for Arrowhead Addict, and I can't do that from the game. And that's part of my job. So, you know what? You know what's fun about being a fan a lot of times? What's that? You don't have to not go to games because you're working. Don't get me wrong. I love talking with the Chiefs. I love working and, and, and doing media work. But sometimes... Pretty nice to just go to the game and not have to worry about can I or can I not have a couple of uh, adult beverages. I'm jealous. The home opener is going to be electric, man. It is going to be incredible. Raising the banner, flags, rings, Chiefs versus Lions. I mean, I can't wait. 13 days away. 13 days Chris Jones might be there. Chris Jones might not be there. Even if he is there, I don't know how much of an impact he makes. You better hope. Spags and the rest of this defensive line step it up. Noah Minahue, first six games of the season. Without the ability to restructure Chris Jones' contract, the Chiefs are somewhat hamstrung in the ability to even bring in a veteran. I know people are clamoring, like, why not Carlos Dunlap? Why not bring in a veteran guy? Well, Chiefs don't have the financial resources right now without extending Chris Jones. The cap, they're up against it. It is too difficult of a situation for them currently right now. Um, Oh, good point. This time around, Dylan, for the banner-raising, the unveiling... Last time was COVID. That is true. It is going to be a crazy, fun, phenomenal environment. And quite frankly, it's, it's going to be so much different unless you're around 50 years ago. This is the real first time, the home opener, where you're, you're raising the banner. Because a lot of people, they didn't, how many fans were allowed for, the, for that one, if any? I, it's, uh, it's, it's 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 wild. Like 18, that, it was like eighteen thousand. COVID was a weird time period where you kind of block it out of your memory. Kind of block it out of your memory. But but going back to the defensive line with or without Chris Jones, even if he is there and active, even if like I truthfully believe he does not miss a game check, that is too large of a sum of money to miss. I get it. If you want more money, the best way to still get paid is to show up and make those $1.1 million game checks. But even if it's there, you and I talked about, about Emmett Smith, right? Emmett Smith, eight carries after his two-game holdout. First game back, eight carries. Second game, 13 carries. They had to work back in. Great shape is different than game shape completely different. I've said the analogy time and time again, so I'll go through it quick one last time. If you play sports, you played sports your whole life, you can stay in great shape. But if you take a couple weeks off of the actual plane of said sport against actual competition, that first game back, that second game back, your legs feel like jello. They don't have the same movement. You don't have the same usefulness that you're used to. It takes time. You only get that back. Against legitimate competition. So Chris Jones, even if he is there against Detroit, don't expect much. How much of this is going to be a struggle for Steve Spagnolo? Because no Chris Jones, no Charles Menehue, you're going to have to realistically generate pressure and create pressure by not just the front four. I love Karloftis. I like FAU, but it's going to take time. I like Mike Dana. Danny Shelton's fine. Turk Warden has glass knees, and Derek Naughty, quite frankly, might not even make this team. How much extra pressure is on Steve Spagnuolo to try and generate and create pressure, not just with that front four? Uh, a lot. I think he's he's
1: trying to show it a little bit, it seems like, with, using Jamari Connor the way he's using him, but also LeJarius Sneed, one of your best blitzing cornerbacks. I mean, I would say your best blitzing DB yeah. is barely practicing just as much. as I mean, he's only practiced, what, like four more practices than Chris Jones?
0: Yeah. This defensive line went from being a, all right, this might be pretty solid to six games for a minute, Hugh. Turk Wharton still with the knees. No Chris Jones currently. FAU's a rookie. Mike Dana might be your second best defensive lineman right now. No, I I would say Mike Dana clearly is your second best defensive lineman right now.
1: Yeah, you could definitely argue that and
0: probably be right. I wonder what we see week one against Detroit. Um, Without Chris Jones, let's just say hypothetically Chris Jones is gone week one. Even if he's there, he's not going to play a ton. Right? I think we can pretty much agree on that statement. So you have Cardinal Loftus on one side. Who is the other three guys? I think it's going to be Carl Loftus and Mike Dana, personally. I think those two guys get the start at Edge. Now, interior. Who's starting? Is it going to be Danny Shelton? I think right now, Danny Shelton would be my initial best guess of who's starting on the interior alongside those two. Danny Shelton was speaking to the media, which... If you're Danny Shelton, that has to be a massive weight lifted off your shoulders. Because once you speak to the media, that's typically a good sign that you're making the 53. You don't hear um, Joshua Kando. You don't hear um, Wise necessarily talking to the media. So Danny Shelton, that, that leads me to believe he's making the 53. And quite frankly, he's shown maybe the most of any defensive lineman so far, at least in the preseason. So I think you have Danny Shelton, Mike Dana, and Karloftis. That leaves, who is the fourth? I think Turk Wharton with the knees. I don't trust Turk Wharton to start with those knee injuries right now. Until he gets back on the field, I I can't trust that. I wish he was on the field. I I really like Turk Wharton. Derek Nadia, I'm not even
1: 100% sure he makes a team.
0: I mean, yeah, he might not be
1: on. Yeah, he might be a trade candidate. If someone wants him. But. Ke-
0: Keandre Coburn's a sixth rounder. Is he going to start alongside Danny Shelton? He, I, I don't think he's got a whole bunch of get after the quarterback up the middle. Phil Hoskins? I, no. <laughs> but I, I mean, again, I'm not trying to be funny here. I truthfully don't know who is going to be the interior starting defensive lineman.
1: Have you seen a video that's hit the internet today with uh, Jerry Jones in the war room? And we're trying to trade up. Yeah, for for uh, Maisie Smith. Do you think it's for Maisie? Everyone's like it's for Anton Harrison. Everyone thought it was for Anton Harrison. It was Maisie Smith, and who was the other guy? Jer- uh, I-, I couldn't pronounce his last. Bergeron. Line. Yeah, Bergeron. Yeah, the guy, the guard or something from Illinois, is maybe a tackle. But do you think everyone is wrong, basically thinking it was Anton Harrison? That maybe they were foreshadowing or not foreshadowing. Maybe what's the word I'm looking for? getting out ahead i guess of potential chris jones drama with maybe a mozzie smith draft pick because we ended up taking keandre coburn later in the draft yeah so maybe it was okay if we can get up there for mozzie smith let's do it but also if not obviously you're not like gonna reach banking yeah well you're not also banking on a six or wherever we draft yeah I,
0: i don't know i i still think that they would have used smith to pair alongside jones like I don't think it. Was, right. I don't think it.
1: Was, you would feel better. I mean, obviously, we would all feel better if Mozzie Smith
0: was the pick and we did trade up for him. Yes, because... yes, one hundred percent. I mean, I like Coburn, but there's a reason why he was a sixth rounder. Exactly. I know. I know people were, were thrilled with the value of where he was drafted, but I think most people had him as maybe a fifth. It wasn't like he was a second round talent. It wasn't Trey Smith who fell to the sixth because of injury. Okay. Smith was a different type of player. Smith was a well-rounded, can also get after the quarterback up the middle. Chiefs wanted that. But I don't think it was a Chris Jones replacement. I think it was to pair him. And if the Chiefs were so concerned about Chris Jones, if they didn't think that he, they were going to sign this contract, they would have spent, at least in my opinion, more than a sixth rounder. You know what I'm saying? Like, No, I agree. Like, I, I think they probably assumed that, hey, we're going to get something done here. The Quinn and Williams deal. Somewhat screwed everything up. The Chiefs are probably thrilled. Chris Jones Camp clearly was not. And Chris Jones is holding out until he gets his his demands. Do the Chiefs run three edges out there? Cause they 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 like to have at least a pass rushing defensive tackle. And the plan was, again, what, what makes it more difficult is with the six game suspension to Charles Dominique. He was going to play in the interior a lot. Charles was going to play on the inside on obvious passing down situations. You could pair him with Danny Shelton because Danny Shelton's the run stuffer. Charles can get up to the quarterback a little bit up the middle. That makes sense. No Charles, this makes his equation that much more difficult. Do the Chiefs do something along the lines of Chris Jones on the or, uh not Chris Jones, Karloffs on the outside, Danny Shelton. Mike Dana on the inside, maybe, because we saw Mike Dana in the NASCAR package, right, playing the inside. And then FAU actually might get the nod as a starter on the out. Is that the way you would go? Do you still think that's too risky of a proposition? Because your run defense is going to be... It's going to falter. Yeah. you that, If you have those four guys, you have to have Leo Chennault and Nick Bolton on the field at the same time. Right? Because you're going to have to have two yeah. run stuff in linebackers, if that's the case. And we know the Chiefs don't really like to run the the traditional base four three, right? I know that it says four three. They're they're a four two five. We we know this. I am very intrigued to see how this plays out. Maybe he's Brian Cook a lot more. I mean, Brian Cook's realistically going to be the starter alongside Justin Reed. But maybe if you do the four two five and you have those four guys and you have Nick Bolton and Willie Gay Jr. as your starting linebackers, and maybe you do have Brian Cook up in the box a little bit more because he is a bigger, more physical linebacker. I mean, Steve is going to have to have his hands full, scheming, developing plays, and just personnel in general. The one thing I will say is luckily the Chiefs have such a versatile back seven. Hopefully they can make up for the potential loss of Chris Jones. Because that's what you're banking on is, Chamari Connor can do a little bit of everything, right? He, he can blitz. He can be your third safety, as as we saw in the preseason. Take it with a grain of salt. When the Chiefs had three starting uh, safeties on the field, who were they? Justin Reed, Brian Cook, and uh, Connor. And Connor. Yeah. So he's already gotten the starting nod, it looked like, over Mike Edwards, over Deion Bush.
1: Shouldn't so be. Having Mike Edwards as, like, fourth guy is not yeah. bad.
0: You're not going to carry four safeties. I'll, I like, I think they carry four. I think they carry five. But Deion Bush is going to be a special team only kind of guy. Okay. I, I think Maybe they ca- you do. I think they carry 10 defensive backs. They carried 10 defensive backs last year. Okay. Then, so, yeah, because yeah. I, I think right now they carry. You don't think they can go 6 and 4, maybe? Normally I would say yes. But. Just because w- you could
1: make one of those. Chamari Connor, I think, is kind of.
0: I think Chamari Connor is a little bit of a flex, if you will. Because I think he can play slot as he did in college. Yeah. I don't think. Now, I will say for everyone who says he is Legerius Sneed, he's not. Legerius ran a 4 3. Chamari ran a 4'5. Very similar players, but the speed differential is going to be a massive step for him to overcome. Legarius need was a safety who could play corner because of his speed, while Chamari Connor was a corner who's probably going to have to say, play safety because of his uh I don't want to say lack of speed let's be let's be real. 4 5 is still fast. Just a lesser speed. Just a I lesser guess. speed. Yeah. yeah. So. Um Brant says wasn't Leo a great pass rusher in college. Yeah, but a little different. We all assumed his rookie year that Leo Chennault was gonna I think I had him as the second leading rookie sack guy. has won Leo too. I, I was high on Leo Chennault to get like four sacks. He wasn't used in that role last year. Maybe he's forced into that role this year. But I don't know how much he's going to be used in that role. If the Chiefs were in a 3-4, maybe. But in a 4-3, I don't think you're putting Leo on the outside. You're just not. So, as much as we think was a great pass rusher, and yeah, he was at Wisconsin, I, I don't know how much we will see because we didn't see it last year. So until I see it, i got to believe it then. But again, Steve Spagnuolo is going to have his hands full defensively. Luckily, Drew Tranquil little do-it-all guy, can get after the quarterback, can drop back and pass coverage. But the back seven is going to have to really step up. My main concern is, we talk about the youth and some of the late-round draft picks that have been hits. We've talked about Jalen Watson. We've talked about Joshua Williams. We, we look at Nick Jones and said, Nick Jones looked pretty damn good in his own right. Who? <laughs> It'll never get old. Never. Never I love gets it. old. But now you look around, and you look at that, that secondary, which again is very deep, but how good is Joshua Williams and Jalen Watson and some of these more unproven guys, these youth guys, when there's not a absolute incredible pass rusher coming up the middle, making the quarterback have to throw a little bit early? That means these guys have to Hold longer. Will penalties arise? Will they get burned now? I'm not saying they will, but I'm saying it's something to watch. Oh, and by the way, Legarius Sneed still is a huge question mark. Isn't this a contract year, too? Yeah, it is. I feel bad to an extent for Legarius. His versatility, the fact he plays a lot of slot corner, is going to, in my opinion, could be wrong, kill his... Free agent value. Teams teams use that against you, which is hilarious because when you're when you're on a team, versatility is your strong suit. In contract negotiations, versatility can, can be used against you because you're gonna say, well, you line up this much in the slot, slot corners get paid way less than uh than outside corners. That's why Chevarius Ward got a pretty big chunk of change. I think Legarius needs contract when he gets a free free agent market is going to be less than chevarius Ward. And even with two years Right? Wouldn't that be two years? Wasn't, and Traveris is an outside corner, too. Specifically, that's what I'm saying. Outside of corners get paid more, man. They just do. So if you are a Chiefs fan, if you're in the Chiefs front office, if you're Legereus needs Sneed's, uh, if you're his agent, get ready because that's going to be getting brought up a lot. Where he lines up will be used against him. And Chiefs fans, it might behoove you guys. Seriously, that might be a benefit, the fact that he is that versatile. But forgive about the contract here. Just talk about the potential loss of Legarius, the loss of Chris Jones. Those are probably two, if not two of your best three, if you want to include Nick Bolton, right, defensive players who might be out against the Detroit Lions, an up-and-coming team, a team who was top five in a multitude of important statistics last year offensively. Top five in yards per game, top five in points per game, top five in DVOA, offensive DVOA. They were effective, efficient. The normal stats and the analytics both loved them. Say what you will about Jared Jared Goff. He had a really nice year last year. Amon Ross St. Brown is a damn good wide receiver. They traded TJ Hawkinson and got better and more production out of the tight end uh, end room. I am slightly concerned that until Snead and Chris Jones come back, we're looking at a Chiefs team that's reminiscent of the team that had to outscore everyone 42-35. to 35. You're looking at a Chiefs team that might be having to have games like they played against the L.A. Rams. Was that on Monday Night Football, the 50-48 to 48 game? That worries me. I'm worried that Mahomes is going to have a huge, huge amount on his plate. So, I don't know how much credence you want
1: to put to this, but the only thing that we might have going for us for some reason, the Detroit Lions, they did one of those SB Nation polls or whatever, and they're sure. most concerned
0: with their offensive line depth. Sure. So, But how many times last year did we see, and we talk about bad offensive lines, in the previous two years, even. The previous two years more uh, more specifically. Remember when those, those offensive lines were banged up and we thought the Chiefs were going to dominate? They never did. I get it, man. If the Lions' offensive line is their weak
1: point, it's not. It's their depth. They What the article is stating, I guess, is that they're worried about the people they were watching play. When their starters were resting the whole offseason. Which, if you think about, could actually... uh, We might have stumbled upon a good thing for the Chiefs that, yeah, they're resting their entire offensive line, it looked like, for the, let's see, preseason. Yeah. Sure. the Lions resting their starters during the preseason, fans have gotten a long look at who the reserve offensive linemen are beyond the top six players, which, I mean, listen to this. Taylor Decker, not really. Then you go... Pene Suel. Who's incredible. Incredible. Frank Ragnall, who's incredible. Yeah. I'm about to absolutely butcher this. Halapulvati Vitae. Nails. I, I know the last name's <laughs> great. Yep. And Nails. then uh, Graham Glasgow. Yeah. Those last four, I know the Vitae Vita yeah. guys. Eagle, solid. Eagle. Yeah, he's solid. That's a really good unit. But yeah, if, if one of them goes down then apparently that's an issue. Yeah, but
0: hopefully week one, at least you're assuming week one.
1: Well, I mean, week one, if they're not playing in the preseason, is almost equivalent to sure. all the other guys with the rust and that. I, I,
0: I'm i just, I don't want to have it go back to where the Chiefs have to outscore every single team. I, I know people say all the time, you know, help Mahomes out. Give him some legit wide receiver ones. The point I always make is Mahomes can make wide receivers better. He can't make defenses better. If you want to help Mahomes out more than anything else, give him a solid defense. It's what the Patriots did with Tom Brady for so long.
1: Thank you for saying that. I'm just, just saying. Bill, when Andy's done, if you want to get your spite ring, come on down. <laughs> <laughs> and you're, bring whatever you need and bring whoever you need the cameras jamie you know? collins
0: is something like gonna be 45 coming out and playing for the chief absolutely. at that point absolutely trey flowers yeah, yeah all, all of them but but it, it's a good point and i i feel like it doesn't get talked about enough and i'm trying to get people to believe in this i always hear on twitter give chiefs and give mahomes a legit wide receiver one like tyreek hill that'll help him out and i go but, but he he he
1: doesn't need, he, doesn't need
0: that. he he will make right. he made it Juju Smith Schuster yeah we're on look the same really case. good last year yeah. he makes wide receivers better because he can make every wide receiver better he can't make the defense better no we, the offensive line the he can make w- better to an extent but guess what he he still needs to have a good offensive Go, line yeah. because we saw what happened in the Super Bowl
1: the only way he can actually maybe make the defense better is taking longer to score
0: sure but, but 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 just in general he needs to have a solid defense. And that will take pressure off him because he can't make the defense better. He makes the offense better. Right.
1: And also, it's not a problem for the 49ers defense who they score a lot on offense, it feels like. Too. Sure. So,
0: No, I, I've just gone back and forth with so many people. And I think part of the issue is people watch or people play so much Madden. They play so much fantasy football. No, I, I'm serious. No, like, no. I, I know what you're saying. I'm but, laughing at the fact that you're about but, to be right. But, but because people play so much Madden and so much fantasy football they act like that's life they see they see Madden and they see let's just say DeAndre Hopkins getting open because yeah and and Madden Mahomes can't make the wide receivers get open in real life you know what he kind of can he throws it to where only their wide receiver only the wide receiver can make the ball uh, make the play i i just always get frustrated because fantasy football in Madden is not real football that's not life that's not the NFL it's a very fun game i play Madden i play fantasy football i love both But if you want to make the best football team, if you're Kansas City, help Mahomes the most by helping him on defense. Take a quick break. Come back. Home stretch here, ESPN, Kansas City. Coming back to the rap. It's a fun Friday. We'll you it's a good time. I wish we had a couple We're of uh,
1: adult beverages on this. Uh... A couple of '70s style Miller
0: Lite cans. Oh yeah, those go hard, man. Can we bring back the old times? Squares. Can we like please rectangles? bring back the old? Yes. They, they the do beers? it every once in a while. No, not just even the cans. I want the commercials back too. Okay. Like I'm tired of trying to of of when you remember when Budweiser tried to make you cry during commercials? Stop that. Bring you know, back horses bring, and stuff. bring back the real men of genius. Clydesdales, excuse me. The Clydesdales, me. yes. Bring back the real men of genius. Remember those? I remember those. Those are great. Golf those ball, are... washer, inventor.
1: Come on. Wait tries way too hard at backyard football guy.
0: That's a good one. That's a good one, too. Yes. Brant says and twins. The and so believe it or not this is really off topic but I love this story. When I worked for the Philadelphia 76ers when I got there I worked in the sales department okay. Anytime you'd make a sale everyone had a song and a video that would or a, a song and a picture that would play on every single TV in the entire um, uh the entire office right. So my picture first and foremost was me with Selena Gomez cuz I thought that was pretty funny. It was a legit picture. It wasn't like a photo. It was, uh, I had a picture with her some at this uh, event and it was kind of cool. It made me feel like I was uh I was important cuz I was 21 and when you're 21 you thought that was pretty cool. But my song that would go off. And everyone had songs like I get money or you know something typically money related. Mine was And Twins. That was the song that would play off anytime and I'm sure the CEO and the 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 owner and GM Love that every time a sale happened, everyone in the office and twins was being blasted throughout the entire 76ers facility. I love quarterbacks eating dirt. I'll start there and end there. It's a great song. It's a banger. We need to bring those back, though, okay? I'm saying right now, if you want good marketing, I'm giving it to you. Bring back the old-time beer commercials. We could do an entire show on
1: good marketing and free advice, but they don't take it for some no,
0: reason. No, they already have it. Real minute genius is there. They've done it. Bring it back. Everyone likes it. Everyone loves it, dude, in the background with the high voice killing the background vocals. They want to show their range. Keystone. The, the I hate do. I I don't like Keystone beer, but you're right. Keystone was Keith Stone was another pretty good one. Yeah. More taste, less filling. The old middle light ones. <laughs> I saw you chuckle. You know which one. I know. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the uh, no, I'm serious. They just want to show their range. They want to be able to make you cry and laugh. That's kind. I like want to laugh. Actors, I,
0: I want to laugh. Okay. If I'm watching I football, I want to. I want to laugh.
1: I'm not thinking. Oh my gosh, that beer commercial made me cry. I need to go buy a 12 pack.
0: No, I go. You know what was funny. Armchair quarterback on real Minigenius. And to be fair, I don't hear funny commercials and think I gotta go buy that. I, just, I do sometimes. I remember. It makes
1: you, I remember him more though. Exactly. Hey, now we did first bring up the
0: sales commercials. So yeah, and I, I'm not. I'm not gonna buy it we because fondly it. if remember they if they make versus we yes. don't. If they them. make me cry, I ain't getting it. What about the whole Coors Light or the old yeah Coors Light commercial with the train on a love train? Oh yeah, remember those? Yeah, those weren't annoying. <laughs> those plates I always laugh. My dad and I still bring it up. Those commercials would play every single break. I was eight thing. years old, and I still remember. What was the horse on it that would always neigh on a love train? But you still remember it? Yeah,
1: I mean a train, got a, a a freezer train driving through Times Square. I will. Always yeah, remember. you'll always remember that. I was mm-hmm.
0: eight years old thinking, you know what,
1: maybe it's time, maybe I do need a Coors Light. Not being able to get that song out of my head, probably for 10-plus years as well, because it would play that much for that long.
0: Oh, man. Bring back the good beer commercials. Come on.
1: Real, you could even do I just want real minute Twitter. genius.
0: Real minute genius was just so good. Right. Real minute genius was
1: outstanding. But you can get around like FCC stuff on Twitter. And that's sure. Most, you, you can really get a foot or you know.
0: Imprint. How many commercials do you watch? Do you actually you're like? You know what? I want this commercial to come on. No, I usually mute those. It. Yeah. Real minute genius. Those, the hilarious, and twins. Those made me laugh. Reminiscing of good commercials and bad Chiefs football. <laughs> yeah. I mean, exactly. seriously, there was, there, there was a direct correlation of good beer commercials and bad quarterback play for the Chiefs. Like, you know, I think we can all point to Trent Green. And that's when the commercials went downhill. You know, he was too good. Yep. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then, and then Brody Croyle and Tyler Thigpen came in and Bra- Brady Quinn. And it's oh, like, all it's right. It's golden era. And then they came back. Yeah. See? I'm just, I'm just saying. Chiefs have Mahomes now. You're not allowed to have good commercials. See what happens. When the Chiefs get good quarterback play, beer commercials go down. I don't know about Lynn Dawson. I don't know what, what beer commercials were rocking then. So it I, might
1: also be the fact that we are in the mindset of, oh, please, God, put anything else on this television right now besides Brody Croyle, Tyler Thigpen, <laughs> and Tyler Palco. So I, that even average beer commercials are just amazing.
0: I always laugh because... When the Chiefs aren't playing in the Super Bowl, I think, you know what? I like the Super Bowl commercials. I'm going to watch them. When the Chiefs are playing in the Super Bowl, I go, totally bleep the commercials. This is not totally funny. Agree. Get away from me. I don't even watch them. I couldn't tell
1: you a single commercial that played last year. No. And it used to be a whole event. Yeah, it was really like a don't. You can, You really can't get up. Yeah.
0: At all during the super bowl. No. no like bathroom breaks. No, there was not. You had to get a bucket. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding, by the way. Please, please do not do that. Please don't believe that I did that. You can just use a target sack.
1: You don't even need a bucket. Dude, just make sure there's no holes. You could just double bag it. I
0: hate everything you just said. <laughs> we were having a nice conversation.
1: It's like a And
0: that's the way you it's go. A, it's a, you know,
1: that, that's it's a, a reusable. That's a man. For, reusable. Yeah. Well, I'm saying <laughs> that you throw your target, you know, what? plastic bags away all the time and save them. Now you can save them for another cause besides just like you. Small. Trash that cans. hole is getting deeper
0: and deeper. Reusable. Yeah. You you can throw it at. Is it a water balloon post? Like potentially. I. There's I, a lot of uses for this. I hate everything. And also, you, you can just... hide
1: it better than the bucket. You can. It's like a catheter. It's a
0: makeshift. Uh, what is it? called? I'm so upset right now. Why is that? I'm so upset that Briscoe's my, not here my with us. Hypothetical. No, because this this is coming from a man of experience, guaranteed. Oh, God, no one no. no one brings up a target bag no, no, and no, says you can also a, double bag it. This is a well. That's
1: for if you have to, you know, Stop. vomit. I'm talking about vomit. That's how I know from that is that if you do have to throw up. What? Better just double bag the Target Why sack. are we talking about this? Because we got on the... You, you said bring a bucket. Yeah, facetiously. Not facetiously bringing a Target sack. It sounded from experience to me. Oh, no. It sounded true. No, I'm a classic Gatorade water bottle in the car, you know, if you
0: need to. That's that's me. I didn't want more information on this, Dylan. <laughs> this was me trying to move on. Not more information. What do you use? Come on, A rest stop? A rest stop? If you had no rest stop,
1: what are you doing? I pull over to the
0: side of the road,
1: open the car door. There's a cop behind you. The and cop there's understands. A guy, there's a cop on, just all around you at all times. Why is, there, why,
0: why is there a cop following me? This is a horrible hypothetical. Am I, Am I? do I have a, am I Chiefsaholic who allegedly cut off yes. his ankle brace right yes. now? Yes, yes, you are Chiefsaholic and you can't <laughs> stop. What are you using? I wouldn't allegedly rob a bank. How about that? Allegedly, of course. Mm-hmm. Allegedly. So you're a bucket guy.
1: Bucket guy. The bucket is more believable of something that someone's done than the target
0: sack. All is... right. Saturday's games. <laughs> There's actually some decent games on Saturday. There is. Uh, Caleb Williams. Navy. Notre Dame. Just Notre Dame, basically. Yeah. But they're ranked 13th in the nation. Uh, in Ireland. Ireland. Vandy, we got SEC football, baby. Oh boy,
1: (laughs) Vandy, Hawaii, right?
0: It just means more then you're right. That's right. USC, Caleb Williams, San Jose State. Man, there's some decent football. You gonna sit down and watch any games on Saturday? Probably not. Maybe Caleb. Maybe week week zero. You're not in. For some
1: reason, I'm just not as big a college football guy, unless it's like the top, you know. Single-digit seeds playing each other, SEC big matchups.
0: Yeah, USC versus San Jose State. I I know it's Caleb Williams, but... Yeah.
1: I mean, that's really the only reason I'm watching.
0: Yeah. Mizzou plays August 31st, which is a Thursday. Thursday against South Dakota. Now, I don't know about you, Dylan... Getting pretty excited. KU plays on Friday, September 1st, against Missouri State. And then K-State plays. They don't play until Saturday, right? Against Southeast Missouri State. Should should be uh, 3-0. Should be 3-0. Local schools. If it's not 3 and 0, something has seriously gone wrong. All right, Dylan. Chiefs preseason game 3. What do you look for? What do you look for in a game where most of the starters will not be playing? What do you look for in this final preseason game?
1: Probably going to look at Felix just kinda of see if he gets out there at all, even though he's kind of a fringe starter, maybe at this point. Yeah. Probably not. He's probably gonna still start as a backup, but that's why I'm kind of excited to see what he does. Um I wanna see if um you know you know how to pronounce number twelve's name? Number twelve. Great he made a great play against the Saints cornerback. Um
0: Oh, know. oh, you're talking um, yeah. Khalif uh, yes. Halassi. Yep. Uh, I, I'm sure I, I apologize. He makes the team. He needs to do a Twitter thing like uh, yes. Nico Romijo did. Yeah, I agree. It'd be very helpful. Um, I like him. I. Well, I think him, DiCaprio Boodle, who's on the down, um, yeah. and I think um, um, Echo Boido, Yeah. have yeah. a legitimate chance, especially with Nick Jones. We don't know how long he's going to be out for. Do you know how much it took for
1: me not to say who after you said that? Because I already did that.
0: But, but I do think there's a serious chance and a legitimate opportunity for a, again, KH, Boido DiCaprio Boodle maybe? I mean, he he's not looked good this preseason, but I, I think going into this preseason he would have had the yeah. inside edge, but he's he struggled mightily. Yeah. But with Nazi Johnson being placed on the IR, I mean, I think it's a good point you brought up. All three of those guys have a showcase, a showcase, to not just make the Chiefs, but to uh, potentially make another team. When it comes to linebackers, you think the Chiefs keep four or five? So what would, uh, let's see here. So Willie gary That would mean that they would have to keep uh, Cochran, right? Jack Cochran. Cole Christensen, um, potentially uh, Futukasi. So I'm, I'm saying like if they kept five, that would be my fifth would be. Would be Cochran. same I'd, because mostly special teams related, yes.
1: Do You don't, you, uh, I don't know if he makes it to the practice squad if we cut him. I think he, he might, would. But it's, who knows, you know, who uh, knows th- when, who I, has been I,
0: watching. I, I think he would. He's played nine games in his career. But he's been up and down from the practice squad last year. He's from South Dakota. Um, I think he was undrafted, if I'm not mistaken. Well, yeah, he'd have been undrafted if he... Well, unless he was drafted by a um, different team than came here. No. Undrafted. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Jack Conkren, I think, is a guy who who could potentially make the squad. Uh, I do think Cole Christensen... Um, I always blow his name to Uh Fadukasi, I think, the new guy that was brought in. Uh, he actually ended up having a sack, which is kind of cool for him in that preseason game. Um, I wonder if Daniel Wise, Phil Hoskins, Malik Herring, Matt Dickerson, uh, Phil um, Truman Jones, like I know some of these guys on the outside, Like, do you think Daniel Wise has a chance with a cube being spitted? With Chris Jones being up in the air, does Malik Herring have a legitimate opportunity with the same thing?
1: Yeah, I mean, this, these. I think you're right in the sense that the D-line is also probably a top place to watch because of the situation. Also, wide receiver, of yeah, still, I think that the three positions you should watch are cornerback, D-line, receiver. That's kind of the ones where they have the most to trim down.
0: Before we go to break, my favorite comment is, is it just me, or do the names get harder and harder to pronounce every year? Yes, they do. They, they get very much, very much. Yep. It's very much way harder than, than, than in past years. The Chiefs draft Nick Jones, and I think, hooray, I can get Nick Jones. And then I'm like, yeah, well, here's 37 other names you got to pronounce. It's
1: Felix Anadike Uzama.
0: Anudike Uzama. DK. Uzama. and Uzama. I finally get Giannis Antetokounmpo, and now this is what the Chiefs do to me. I got Shafaris Ward. They trade him. They trade him.
1: Come on. We just have boring names, man. Dylan Michaels and you know Sterling Holmes. Yeah, it's very boring. No, you know no a lot cool, of those. There's no cool like spelling or you know hyphenated part of our name. It's just, it's <sighs> just true. You know, we're kind of just a first and last name. Generic.
0: Very. Yeah. Take a quick break. Come back. Homes Dredge here, ESPN, Kansas City. Stretch, almost done, almost time for the weekend, turnpike, golf, cools down a little bit. Thanks the Lord.
1: Big plans? No, that is why I enjoy the weekend so much.
0: (laughs) For those of you that don't know, Dylan does about 47 different things at the radio station. Without Dylan... There's not many shows. Uh, That's not true at all. There's not many shows. You're the producer for, for this, producer for like four other shows, Wichita, ESPN, Kansas City, 810, the king of behind the scenes. I appreciate that. We'll we t-shirt. wouldn't have a
1: show. We wouldn't have a lot of things without Sterling as well. We wouldn't have this show. We wouldn't have great interviews with Jamar Chase, Emmett Smith potentially coming up. Yeah, Emmett, uh, potentially Emmett
0: Smith on Wednesday. Great connections with people. Uh, Head addict potentially Dan Marino soon.
1: Oh no, that's awesome.
0: Yeah, and then I think. Uh, no, Hasa- I said, oh no. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I said, oh, oh no. Yeah. Laces out. Hassan Reddick potentially on Monday. So Hassan Reddick on Monday. Um, should I ask him at the field? You think that'll go over yeah, well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have those Eagle Tears, you know, the, Same. the Same. milk that came out. Really good milk, by the oh, way. Cheesecake flavored. It was cheesecake flavored. It was great. Not cheese steak, but cheesecake flavored. Uh, who, who? Um, what's that company? Uh, Chateau. Chateau. Incredible milk. But you, you think I should just bust that out on air? I'm kidding, by the way. I can't do that. I would never get a high-profile athlete ever again if I was uh, doing that. But look forward to those interviews coming up this week, going into the next few weeks, trying to give you guys the best content possible. If you guys want to give me a like, give me a review on Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts, Home stretch, The home stretch of Sterling Holmes. That would actually mean a lot to me. That, that would help me out tremendously. Uh, the interviews will be on Arrowhead Addict as well as Stacking the Box. If you want to follow either one of those, that would be outstanding as well. Stacking the Box is the NFL-centric one I'm doing. That's how I'm getting all of these fun bigger name guests so thank well, you I'll guys you a so It'll much great work hey dylan i'll give you a good review it's five stars no, five stars man. everyone have a safe fun enjoyable weekend we'll be back on monday until then we are out